welcome to Every Great Adventure Begins as a Dream. I'm your host, Donna, a baby boomer, and somewhere in the vicinity of a senior citizen. Although I've traveled a lot, there's still a lot of world out there for me to see. Since I'm not getting any younger, I've got to keep going to see as much as I can before I can't. So let's dream together and plan your next great adventure. Today's episode, Are Cruises Detrimental to the Environment? As you may know, I love cruising, but I've seen a lot of negative press lately saying cruises are detrimental to the environment. So I decided to do a little investigating of my own. I started by searching with the query, Are Cruises Detrimental to the Environment? And wow, did I get results. After reading the headlines, I was surprised to find that I'm such an environmentally irresponsible traveler. Or am I? When I started to read the reports, I noticed that a lot of articles and blog posts reference the cruise ship report card from an organization called Friends of the Earth. I went to their site and was rather surprised to see that they don't do any original investigations, nor do they reference any direct sources or data collected. Friends of the Earth grades the cruise lines and specific cruise ships, but neglects to explain how they come up with their grades. Here's the statement directly from their website. For the 2020 Cruise Ship Report Card, we graded 18 cruise lines and 193 ships of those 18 lines operating around the world. All cruise ships from each cruise line were included in this report card. Friends of the Earth relied on data gathered from the Internet, government sources, the cruise line industry, and other public sources in order to determine the grades assigned to the cruise lines. Friends of the Earth did not independently verify that the technology graded in the report card was installed on the individual cruise ships. If they did reference any specific reports, I completely missed it. So, I decided to dig a little deeper and found multiple articles referencing another report. One headline read, Air quality on Carnival Corporation cruise ships can be worse than some of the world's most polluted cities. The subtitle, Air Pollution Levels Put Health of Passengers, Staff, Port Communities at Risk According to Report by Johns Hopkins University Researcher. This article was fairly recent, dated January 23rd of 2019. I continued to read the first paragraph. A new investigative report released today details the shocking findings of a two-year study exposing extremely poor air quality on four Carnival Corporation ships that can be worse than some of the world's most polluted cities. Hmm, I thought. Perhaps I should learn more about this. So I clicked through to the reference report, and it did confirm something I've suspected all along. The air at the rear of the ship when the engine is running is of poor quality. But if you've ever stood at the aft of the ship, downwind of the stacks, you know that. No report needed. Actually, it was a very well-written scientific report based on collected data. The report studied emissions of ultrafine particulates, or UFPs. And right at the beginning of the study, the author acknowledges that there are no internationally agreed-upon standards for safe levels of such emissions. But it's generally agreed that lower counts are better for health. I've included a link to the report in the show notes. This study used data collected between October of 2017 and November of 2018. It only took samples from four of the 87 ships owned by the Carnival Corporation, 
roughly 4.6% of the fleet. Now, to me, that sounds like a pretty small sample. But I'm not a scientist, so I can't say for sure. The other thing is that all four ships were built between the years 2000 and 2007. So there's some of the older ships in the fleet. I wondered if they sampled the air from newer ships, maybe they would have found less particulates? My next online query was, how polluting are cruise ships? Okay, this gave me shocking results. One article was pretty damning. I quote, Ships owned by Carnival Corporation emit 10 times more sulfur oxides than all European cars. What? Wait a minute, can this be true? The article included a link, which I followed to another page, and here I read, The results show that the luxury cruise brands owned by Carnival Corporation and PLC emitted in 2017 in European seas alone 10 times more disease-causing sulfur oxide than all of Europe's 260-plus million passenger vehicles. Then I found the link to the PDF of the study, and I've included that in the show notes as well. What I found most interesting was that this particular study was completely based on derived data, no collected data. I say derived as there was no actual air quality readings used in the study. The data was derived based on assumptions of industry standards and laws regulating fuel quality and local requirements of the cruise ships. It didn't take into account the age of the ships, which could mean updated technology, mitigation factors being used on any particular ship, or if the ship hooked up to shoreside electricity while in port. My interest was really piqued when I noticed that they based their calculations on the assumption that all of the cars used in the comparison were using diesel fuel. Now, if this study was based on assumed emissions, why didn't they just do the calculations using both diesel and gas-powered cars? It would have been easy enough to do, yet they didn't. Perhaps the numbers weren't as staggering if they did that? What made me even more skeptical is that they said diesel cars have better CO2 emission than gas-powered, but worse nitrous oxide performance. There's no mention of sulfur oxide emissions, which is what their shocking headline compares in the cruise ships and cars. Bottom line, the headline should, in my opinion, be worded that results show emissions of luxury cruise brands owned by Carnival Corporation and PLC in 2017 in European seas alone are estimated to produce 10 times. Yeah, but that's not quite as titillating, is it? I continue to query if cruises were detrimental to the environment using a variety of words. Most often what came up were old reports and data. It's kind of hard to put a lot of faith in a report that's more than 10 years old or one that references a book from 1996. Now, you may be thinking, well, Donna, you sound like you don't want to believe any of the facts put forth in these studies. Well, to that I say, you're correct. Let me tell you why. One of my favorite classes I took in college was statistics. Now, I'm not a math whiz, and honestly, I've probably forgotten more than I remember from that class. But there's one thing I'll never forget. On the first day of class, our professor told us, If you get nothing else from this course, remember this. You can make statistics show anything you want. Anytime I hear or read a story with statistics, I recall that quote. 
The upshot? I don't fall for the headlines or even articles that throw out statistics without there being a detailed description of how the numbers were collected and, more importantly, how those numbers were manipulated. So, yes, I am skeptical of those studies. I know they showed what the writers wanted it to show. Let's face it, if they didn't get the results they wanted, they wouldn't have published them. Let me give you an example. I heard a statistic on the news last week. One out of five people has lost a family member to COVID. What? One out of five people in every family has died of COVID? That's where your brain goes first. But then I thought, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, no. 20% of our population has not died from COVID. So I did some research on my own, and I found what I believed to be was the source of the headline. And it was a little bit different. A poll showed that one out of five people lost a relative or close friend to the pandemic. Now, that's a little different than one out of five people has lost a family member to COVID. In fact, I looked up the current numbers and did some quick math on my own. The current U.S. population is estimated to be 328.46 million. The current number of reported cases of COVID is 29.4 million, or just under 9%. The number of deaths from COVID, 534,000, or roughly 0.16% of the population, not even two-tenths of a percent. So how on earth they came up with the fact that one in five people has lost a relative or close friend to the virus, I don't understand. I just think about my own limited circle and only five people that I know have had COVID over the last year. I'm not saying that COVID isn't real or deadly. I've stayed home. I've had my vaccinations. I wear a mask in public. And I do believe the measures we have taken have helped to slow the spread of the disease. And I believe we still have a very long way to go before we get back to normal. But I'm just proving my point that statistics and headlines can be deceiving. I also know people like to give big corporations a black eye. As the largest in the cruise industry, Carnival Corporation is often a target. They're made out to be major polluters of the earth, when in reality, cruise ships in total comprise less than 1% of the entire shipping industry. Technology has changed a lot in the last 10 years, and you may be wondering why haven't the cruise lines updated their ships? Well, it's not quite that easy. Ships are built with the current technology available at the time they're designed. It then takes about a year and a half to build the ship. So already the technology is about two years old. Unfortunately, at $500 million a ship, the cruise lines can't just go out and replace their entire fleet in a couple of years. Older ships in the fleet may be retrofitted with newer technologies, but it's not always possible. Right now, the major cruise lines are retiring ships that were made in the 1990s. Some, but not all, of those ships are being scrapped. Some of the older ships are actually being sold to smaller cruise lines. With the lifespan of a cruise ship being 40-plus years, the cruise lines are continually updating their fleets and have made a lot of changes. In fact, if you read the corporate reports of the three major cruise lines, Carnival Corporation, Royal Caribbean International, and Norwegian Cruise Holdings, you'll see that they're putting billions of dollars into upgrading their ships and practices to be better stewards of the environment. I've included links to those reports in the show notes. Here are some of the things that are being done right now. Cruise lines are using new technologies to improve their fuel consumption. 
such things as low-friction silicone hull coating and bubble technology. They also have the technology to study their itineraries in such a manner that they can optimize the speeds at which the ship travels during specific itineraries to enable them to reduce fuel cost and carbon dioxide emissions. The cruise lines, which are members of Cruise Lines International Association, or CLIA, have pledged to reduce carbon emissions in 2030 by 40 percent of the 2008 levels. Many cruise ships have installed exhaust gas cleaning systems to their ships, which reduce sulfur oxide emissions by up to 99 percent. Some older ships are being refitted, and newer ships are being built with technology that allows them to plug into electrical systems at the ports they are visiting. This results in reduced engine usage and, consequently, exhaust emissions while in port. Unfortunately, at this time, only 14 ports worldwide are able to accommodate this technology. Some newer ships have been built waiting to enter the fleets, and more are being built which will utilize liquid natural gas rather than diesel fuel. Liquid natural gas burns much cleaner than the diesel fuel the ships currently use and will reduce sulfur, nitrous oxide, particulate, and greenhouse emissions. As for dumping waste into the oceans, the cruise lines have struggled here. As late as the mid-2010s, a couple of the major cruise lines were fined for dumping waste. Whether inadvertent or deliberate, this is unacceptable. Nonetheless, inroads are being made in this area. Currently, 70% of the fleet of CLIA member cruise lines use advanced wastewater treatment systems on board. 99% of the new ships on order will also utilize these systems. Advanced wastewater treatment systems utilize advanced tertiary level treatment to generate effluent discharges often equivalent to the best shoreside treatment plants well beyond international requirements. On the plus side, cruise lines are model recyclers. When ships are refurbished, many of the goods, for example furniture, that are replaced are donated to charities. Cruise ships have become adept at recycling paper, cardboard, and aluminum. Many cruise lines have nearly or completely eliminated the use of single-use plastics on board. So, do cruises contribute to pollution? Absolutely. So does my car, the aircrafts we fly in, the buses we use for public transportation, even the trains that some folks take to work on a daily basis. Everything we do has an impact on our environment in some way, shape, or form. I absolutely support efforts to mitigate the damage we inflict upon our environment in our daily lives. When the cruise industry makes up such a small portion of the entire shipping industry, I am disheartened to see them separated out. Perhaps it's because the cruise industry is more visible to the average person. I guess my biggest takeaway from all of this is that the cruise lines are changing. They're working towards becoming more eco-friendly. Will they ever be good for the environment? Probably not. But if they can exist by continually finding ways to harm the environment less, that'll be better for all of us. I hope you enjoyed the show today. If you did, be sure to share it with a friend. And don't forget, subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss an episode. For more inspiration, visit my website, everygreatadventure.com, where you can also read my blog and see my travel photos. You'll find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest as Every Great Adventure. I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email. My address, 
Donna at EveryGreatAdventure.com. Until next time, keep dreaming of your next great adventure.